0: What does it really cost to do kingdom work?
1: The Access More Podcast Network has faith-based shows about culture, family, and entertainment without all the other noise, so you can discover inspiring conversations easier. Start listening today at accessmore.com.
0: Hey, what's up?
1: Hello. I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle, (laughs) and this is The Pantry Podcast, and this is season 12, (laughs) Go and Make, and we're talking about discipleship, and today it's all about what is the cost of discipleship which is kingdom work
0: yeah definitely kingdom work dig deep work
1: very (laughs) yes dig deep
0: as i I was sitting here thinking about like this episode and like my own shortcomings and and my own strengths and my own shortcomings and and, like most people wouldn't even know that i'm an introvert (laughs) (laughs) and so like as you roll through like you know church culture right, I like to right. say I don't like to use them terms per se but it's right. like no but we roll through it you know we, yeah. we, we join a body of Christ we start learning about the Bible we start learning about the commission we start we start hearing this word about discipleship you're like whoa hold up what is this now look you go back to my past I've led troops I've led you know men and so it's kind of like but it's always been wearing on me <laughs> it always has been one of those things that's like it, it has a cost yeah it has a cost and one of the things that I've always had to do is dig deep Mm-hmm. And dig deep. Be a part of you know. Put myself out there. I've I've done a wonderful job of of covering it all up and making it look like I'm this extrovert. Everybody's like introvert, <laughs> but I cut. But I I, mean, I come home and I'm tired. Right, right, right. But digging deep, and I think that when I was looking at this and this digging deep, it took me to Luke fourteen twenty eight, which says, "For which of you desire to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it takes me to one answer.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't. Right. Amen. I, I don't.
0: I don't have <laughs> Spoiler, enough. Spoiler. I don't have. You don't <laughs> have what it takes
1: to do it alone. <laughs> right? and so
0: And so, as I say, we're talking about this episode, like counting the cost, counting the cost. And I wanted to start it out with that, saying, you know what? Um, it's not by my might nor by my power, but by the Spirit. Says the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezekiel four. Um, and so you sit on that and you look at that and you're like, OK, so when I sit down and I'm like, OK, how am I going to do this? The same way I sat down in the army. How am I going to do this? Right. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of been my mentality for like decades. Yeah, <laughs> right? absolutely.
1: And I think that it's cool that you say you're an introvert. Most people wouldn't. Most people might assume I'm the introvert. And I'm actually an ambivert, which I had to find. And someone like me, who's always like, I'm a little this, a little that, you know, I'm, I'm that in like every qu- category. Someone came up with that term, right? But I, <laughs> it's all about where do you get energized, right? Like, what doesn't exhaust you? Is it time alone or time with people? And like, depending on the context, I get charged up being in a crowd or being amongst other people or going it alone but both of those like when when you're in discipleship there's going to be those times over and over again where you are out of your quote-unquote element you're out of the place where you in your own strength and your own skill set you're kind of like a fish out of water and you're relying on God and that's by design because that's where he can reveal more of himself deep in our relationship trust and reliance on him and help us see new areas, right? But there, but then our skills are playing into that, right? And I think that you know, just last week, actually, maybe two weeks ago now, my testimony came out on De La Fe. Yours came out about a month and a half ago, right, right around Christmas right. time. And even though that's not discipleship, because we're not like you know discipling anyone while you share your testimony. Mm. Shout out to everyone listening because yes, you heard our sh- our stories on there. But even that, right, that transparency, that vulnerability, that honesty, it has a cost. Even if the cost is just temporary discomfort, um, or facing shame, or facing embarrassment, facing pride, like to share. But the honesty that wins out, and the impact of being willing to share more than might feel comfortable, um, and focusing more on what God has done, That's something that pays huge dividends in the lives of others, as well as your own personal walk. And I think that when I think of counting the cost, I think that's like one of those things, stepping out, knowing, you know, like the De La Faye channel is huge compared to us. Right. And knowing there's going to be a lot of people seeing it. There's going to be a lot of comments. There's going to be a lot of talking and still saying if it helps one person, and that's what we've been talking about with discipleship, right? Is you're investing, and if one person decides to bite on that that hook, right, and join in a walk with you and start being more vulnerable and allow, and you're vulnerable and you're sharing things and you're you're helping them understand how to contextualize their relationship with the Lord if if they struggle to do so. Right. then you get to see the benefits of, of this. And suddenly the cost that might've felt so huge is suddenly laughable. You're like, that was, wait, I did just this little thing and I got all this, praise God. Cause it's just <laughs> like the helping of another human being right. is just worth so much more than what comes up front.
0: I, I like it in the sense that what you're talking about, because as, as we're going through this humbly, yeah. You know, I always, always throw that in there because I want to make sure that I'm humble. Um, I'm not better than anyone else. Right. Um, better off than the rest of the world. In fact, all of us that believe in <laughs> Jesus Christ are better off than the rest of the world. Uh, the rest of the world won't believe us on that one. But we're not better than. Correct. Um, and when we're counting costs, we're, we're, we're going to go on this in two different directions. Well, one direction we're going now, we're saying, man, this is beneficial. Mm-hmm. Like whew, this is kingdom work. This is like what Christ has told us to do. Right. And 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 it's not because Christ is sitting there saying, you know, hey, you got some check marks to check off. You got some things to do. It's because he knows the benefit that comes from this. Mm-hmm. And when we're rubbing. OK, so when we get into discipleship, mm-hmm. we get into this thing called a bump. So bump when the way I'm going to describe this is. Okay, there's two people, right? No one really knows who's going to disciple who and how things are going to work out, who's going to invest time in who and how this all plays out. You know, you could sit there and say, "Oh, you could have some interest like as a discipler. You mm-hmm. could have some interest in somebody, but hey, if the bump never happens and there's no interest both ways, then it's not going to take off." Right. Um and so you have this bump and it kind of like there's the, it's it's basically interaction, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um and so here we are in this interaction where we're kind of like feeling you kind it's at that stage of filling each other out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's Kind of like hey, what's up? <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. That, step one. Hey, what's up? Be right. com- communicate a little bit. You know, yeah. say say hi to people. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things I challenge a lot of people in our, our own life group is like, hey, someone this Sunday some at church, say hi to someone you'd never said hi to. Yeah. Or, or, strike or, up some yeah, kind yeah, strike of up conversation. A conversation. Uh, so the bump, you know, you're kind of like, and then it's kind of cool how that starts to work because maybe they'll text you back. You start texting them. It's it's look y'all. Not saying it's like when I started dating Michelle, but hey, hey, what's up? It's like I mean, like it's when you were like, I might be friends (laughs) with this person. You know, I I
1: might enjoy being around this human being.
0: (laughs) So it's like, what's up? What's up? You wanna go to bacon fest? Yeah, I wanna go to bacon fest. Okay, cool. Everyone else gets a text. Hey, you wanna go to bacon fest? Everybody says, Yeah, they wanna go to bacon fest. Well, come day of bacon fest. Nobody has tickets except me. (laughs) Not even this one, the one who (laughs) set it all up. She calls me and says, Well, no one else has any tickets. I said, Oh, I bought some. She goes, you know what? Let's go. Okay. Right. I'm not well, going to leave you hey, hanging. Watch this. Step one. Right. And look at us now.
1: <laughs> that was the bump. We bumped at bacon. We
0: bumped at bacon. And, and so, but that's the same thing in discipleship because you're going to start building relationship. Right. Hey, what's up? What you doing? What's going on? We want to go get coffee. You know, and, yeah. and it's not like I... You show up the coffee with like twelve Bibles and a and a commentary to, to hammer this person down. Right. Right. But you have to make this step. So bumping. And then and then we carry it into the grind. But let's let's let you jump in on bump real quick.
1: Yeah, I think that one important thing about the bump is that this is the time where our judgment of others can be I would say a hindrance but also a help depending mm. because if you're the type of person who feels like you're really judgy, ask God to reel it in so that you can actually find somebody because you might be dismissing everybody. That's a good candidate for anything. But if you're someone who who feels like they, they, they're like an even keel or maybe a little more social or something, I think it's still beneficial to ask God to, to, to put people on your heart or make people stand out in a crowd. But I think that that's important because some people might be self-sabotaging every rub that comes their way.
0: Yeah, that, good point. Good point. But yeah. I'm also going to say, <laughs> on the other side of Holy Spirit work, yeah, sometimes you'll end up with the dude that doesn't match you at all. No, that's,
1: <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because that happens.
0: And 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 it's it's amazing though how that works out. Yeah. Shout out to Josiah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, brother. But I know that sometimes we didn't click like in yeah. the idea of our language.
1: Right, right. But over
0: time, he, him and I kinda understand each other. Yeah. There you go. You can edit that into your the nose, calibration. Brother. <laughs> he's the one who does all my show notes, y'all. Right. So he's gonna hear this first. <laughs> Yes, but I is. love but I love it because like it was like huh what are you saying because I have a different language. Yeah. Um he has a different language but then what was cool is how God has used used that and brought us together mm-hmm. and 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 we understand one another. It's kind of like now I talk he's like yeah I don't you know he does like huh and he yeah. me. And yeah. I, and I like that so like you never know and he's not awkward he's not weird it's just we didn't have the calibrated language.
1: Right. Um right. there's a
0: lot of guys that I've run across in my time mm-hmm. short time you know 8 years whatever but that don't necessarily match up to me, but we've clicked. Mm-hmm. We make it. We go on, and then there's the ones that definitely do. Yeah, you know, it's like the ones that like walk the same walk I walked, went the same roads I went, came out of it the same way, came to Christ, and were like, oh, phew, relief. And so it's kind of like it's always a balance, but really, I I take it back to to the Holy Spirit. Like mm-hmm. who? Like I could sit there all day and be like. That's who I want to hang out with. Right. Well, it's not about hanging out.
1: <laughs> right. It's not like this is this is the person I love to play basketball right. with, therefore they'd make a great discipler or disciple or whatever. It's right. it's it's deeper. Right. It's
0: deeper because don't it's,
1: overthink it. It's right. really what we're coming down to. Like we're adding caveats. I like to add them because I know people overthink like I do, and then they might like just be on a hamster wheel already while they listen to an episode. Right. So I like to pull them back in by describing what they might be going through. So they're like, oh, okay, she gets me, I can listen again, right, kind I, of thing. <laughs> but I think that that's important is yes, the Holy Spirit will pair you up with who you need to be paired up with, mm-hmm. which is so why it's so important to pray, pause, and proceed. Absolutely. When you are trying to plug in to community because you don't know who is gonna end up being a friend, who's going to end up being someone you can bless and help. Who's gonna be someone you can learn from? You have no idea unless you're out there.
0: I really, I really like um, through the season the people we've interviewed, mm-hmm. right? You've got the people who've been doing this 30 plus years, and then you've got the ones that don't think they're doing it. All of a sudden, you know, we're interviewing, they're like, oh.
1: Yeah, you're <laughs> I, right. I, I am. That's <laughs> me. Like, like,
0: that's me. Because we don't always understand how this works out. But what it is, it's, it's being intentional in people's lives and caring. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're looking at the really positive side. But let me tell you something. Eventually, mm-hmm. man, Michelle. I mean, come on, y'all. If you ever dated and you, you know, maybe you got married, engaged, it's like, woo, you know, the, it's like the, oh, honeymoon, it's the phase. honeymoon phase, and, and like, and then all of a sudden, it's like something happens in this tough situation, and, and and I like to call this the grind. Mm. There's going to be grinds. There's going to be moments when when there's 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 tough situations. Sometimes conflict. When I say conflict, I'm not talking about the abusive, the nasty, the ugly, the right. whatever. I'm talking about like what you like. You're rubbed wrong. Right. Now that you, you know, the bump and the grind, right? The bump and the grind, the rub, I think is what they taught in uh, Bible college, but, but, right. but whatever. But it's like, it's like this rubbing, mm-hmm. this grinding, this like, but what's cool is God keeps coming in and God keeps working and in it. And these tough situations, we, we have to make sure, especially as a discipler, that we're recognizing that people don't always understand the full truth. Right. We don't even have that. So when you're talking about someone who's fresh, mm-hmm. that's someone who's new, um, we gotta have a couple things in place. Mm-hmm. Number one, we gotta make sure that we're not doing this through selfish ambition or uh conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Ooh, okay, as a discipler, the person I'm talking to better than me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a mentality. Mm-hmm. Uh Philippians two three, by the way. Just, yeah. just to let y'all know. <laughs> and then another one that came for this, right? There's there's three verses I have, and then we'll we'll talk about them because I think it's important in, in this phase, especially as someone who's who's doing this, yeah. right? Um, but know this, James 1, 19 through 20 says, know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear. Come on, we've heard this before. Slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. When we are disciplers, they need to see a, not perfect Peter, because we're not, mm-hmm. but they need to see Christ. Right. They need to see the love. They need to see the grace. They need to see the forgiveness. They need to see the mercy. It's like raising a child. Mm-hmm. It's like being in a marriage. Uh, it's like all these <laughs> things he's
1: called us to do. All these human to human relationships teaching us like, it's like a mirror showing right. a, like a reflection of what, like a hint of what it is.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then of course the, probably the best one. <laughs> I, I pray this one all the time because I, am quick on my mouth sometimes (laughs) sometimes I've gotten better I've gotten better you've gotten a a lot lot better better. (laughs) but uh, Proverbs 51 it says a soft answer turns away wrath yes Um, but a harsh word stirs up anger so as disciples, when we're in this grind, in this rub, and you're, you know, we're, we're, maybe we're being offensive, but sometimes we're not being offensive as, as the world sees offensive, but we're being offensive as, as people, as the Bible is offensive mm-hmm. because we are holding a standard and we're, we're working towards this standard. And if mm-hmm. someone's not in this standard, there's going to be things that we're going to talk about. That's going to rub them.
1: Yeah. For a discipler. It's important because there is this culture, especially in America, because I don't know, we all have like this inner cowboy or something in us that just wants to like (laughs) tell it like it is. And we do, but when you have the right heart and you're looking at this person and you see the flaws, Mm. start praying how you're going to lovingly invest in this person to help those areas be addressed. And that doesn't mean that you kinda dance around the issue But what it does mean is you don't just point out that it's a sin and they need to stop and then move on with your day. It means like really investing because one of the things about a grind, with iron sharpening iron, both are losing something and they don't need to be shaping into the same identical thing, given that they might have different roles to play out. However, when we are correcting, when we're sharing, when we're coming at something, seeing like my job's to point out all the flaws and fix this person, then we're not realizing that in this relationship, God's also working on us. This person is not your pet project to fix, but someone to invest what you've already been given into. And that's a very big difference. Um, the investment can be correction, it can be encouragement, it can be, you know, time, it can be guidance, it can be training. But what it isn't is you trying to speed up the process and create your own timeline of how to fix this person when really God's like, no, 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 I put you both together because you both have something to offer one another, meaning you yourself have things that this person, no matter where they are in their walk and how many sins and flaws you might see, they're going to actually be addressing those in you, whether or not they're actively doing it. Just by being together, just by this rub and this grind, it's going to happen. And I think that that's something that's so important for both to realize.
0: I think it's always important on that, that we look in the mirror.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I've said it before, and i said it a lot of times, that I preach to the mirror. I teach to the mirror. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do this to the mirror. <laughs> like, I, I read these verses, and I'm like, oh. Even as I read them, <laughs> there's things I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. I think of something that happened that I could have handled better. Mm-hmm. It's beneficial to both walks mm-hmm. is what we're getting to. So then we, we jump over to the disciple side, right? Mm-hmm. The one being discipled. Have, have, have grace. I mean, I, I, I know it's harder. Maybe the person, maybe you're listening to this and you're new and, and you don't know much about the Bible. And, and maybe you're like trying to understand this and trying to understand disciple disciplee. but look, there are going to be things that are going to rub us wrong. There are going to be things that are going to hurt. There's going to be verses that that come at us. Now, look, I'm not saying stay in something that's toxic. That's not what this is about. This is about we are imperfect. I sit here, I preach and I teach. And sometimes I'm like, man, I am the biggest hypocrite. But I still have these things that have to be corrected. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm sitting there and it's not not that I, it, it's, it's my own mentality sometimes. But see, God says, no, no, no you know, I, I qualify the unqualified. Mm-hmm. And so I sit there and I keep moving forward. And so we have to understand this. Sometimes I think we walk into churches, we walk into situations as new believers or people, mm-hmm. as people, and we expect like perfection out of the church. We expect perfection out of people. Mm-hmm. We expect like, why, why, oh my gosh, why are they yelling? Like, and maybe if they're yelling all the time, there's a problem. <laughs> right. There's a problem. Right. But like, okay, I came in the church, man, I'm a hot dude, man. I'm like, I'm like, because uh, like, I'm I'm used to like military like this like uh, kind of mentality. So maybe it's not that I'm just super angry. It's just the way I present. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, and I just look ready to go, and and, and it caused problems. Yeah. It caused problems. But you know what's cool is people still love me. Right. They weren't like, oh, just dismiss that dude. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's there was like, hey, (laughs) hey. Yeah. And I mean, how
1: long did it take for it to change from that's just who I am to? Maybe they're onto something,
0: right. and, and how right.
1: and how often that is with everything that right. needs correcting in us. Right. Because that's another thing that uh-huh. can happen is you get the you get frustrated and angry because you feel like that's just who I am.
0: Ooh, there it's it.
1: You know, that's just who I am. Mm, come on, and then you feel so personally attacked, and you don't realize how much just who you are is actually impacting what happens in your life. Mm. Um, and contributing to factors that you didn't realize it's contributing to, and then when it finally, through all of this grace and love and patience of everyone else, you realize, oh, maybe they're onto that. And your
0: own wife, <laughs> and your own wife, who sister says, maybe change the face, because <laughs> like when you get into work mode, Shay, you don't look like you, you look, yeah, you don't look welcoming. So you know what? I really did. I, I, I. I Rubbed, <laughs> I rubbed, grinded right a little on that. But the more that God did a work, the more that God was working, I started to sit there and say, Okay, there's things I could do, right? So, what, what I'm trying to say is, Okay, yeah, you know, we come from the world, humility is not the first thing we're taught. Yeah, um, we can sit there and say it, you gotta have humility. I don't remember my parents ever using that term, not like you gotta have humility. They were like, you gotta yeah. be cool. In fact, they
1: said, "Don't be prideful," which right. is the opposite. But they, but then what's the opposite? And so then, and how do
0: you define it? Right, right, if, right. If every
1: time you say that you're really good at something, all you hear is that was rude or don't be prideful. Then you think, oh well, what's the opposite of that? Because as a kid, you think in opposites, right? Right. And you're like, oh, hot, cold, light, dark. Okay, I'm great at this. Never say you're great, <laughs> even if you are. Right. And then you have like the opposite <laughs> problem where there's all these people in church, like, I don't know what my gifts are. And they're like taking quizzes. And I'm like, you clearly would know if everyone hadn't told you to stop talking about what you're good at.
0: Oh, right. You know? I mean, I, how we grew up, how right. we're raised. Um, and look, different people raised different ways. Maybe your parents did talk about humility. Right. Praise So, God. so here's, here's the deal when you get into when you come to Christ, you know about humility, be humble. Mm-hmm. Be humble. But I'll, I'll give you a Bible verse for the rest of us <laughs> <laughs> who struggle to, to figure this out. Because let me tell you something. This verse will align exactly with how my walk went, her walk right. went and how we finally said, oh, maybe I need to change up a little bit. Right. Proverbs 11, two says when pride comes, then comes disgrace. <laughs> but with the humble is wisdom.
1: <laughs> and humble is not Ooh. making no. yourself into something you're not in the opposite right. way. Like in the way that pride puffs you up, humility deflates you and both are wrong in the sense of like, well, what do you know how to do? You're allowed to say what you are good at, but are you saying it to get brownie points or just because if they know you're good at it, you can be helpful and it's useful so, information. But you
0: know what the, the, the a balloon, its strongest point is before you blow it up. That's the balloon's strongest point, like like when they they hand it to you. Yeah, <laughs> that is like it's at its
1: strongest. Right. And I'll I'll add puffed though up. I'm just going
0: puffed up. No, and I know, but I'm just yeah. saying
1: like okay, so it's at its strongest and it's least useful. It is right. not fulfilling its go. purpose. <laughs> let's go right. So sometimes we might feel the safe and what safest in the sense of like it can't be popped. Right. Right. If you inflate a balloon too much, uh-huh. it's going to pop and be as useless, right? Even more useless than a deflated but fully intact balloon. At least the deflated one has promise and potential. Right. The popped one ain't got no ain't hope. Ain't no
0: hope left. But
1: one that is properly and responsibly inflated is a useful balloon.
0: Boy, look at that. See? That's why we married. Because we just took that whole analogy that was in down, my head pound it, and pound bam. it. And she came out. Look at that. I, I started it with the same thought in my mind. And <laughs> bam, she finished it. No, like seriously. I'm like, that's that's kind of where awesome. I was going. Yeah, because exactly. we overinflate. Bam. We, yes. un, we we keep it within the limits. Useless. And it's, and it's useful.
1: Right. Exactly. It's yes, useful. Yeah, right? At the useless. Right, lem- popped yes. out.
0: In, yes. Useless. Yes. Yes. Um, and then if it's not refreshed with hair over time, ah, come on. Of course you can't with a balloon, but I'm just saying, but we if we don't have, have the, the air, everlasting we have the breath. breath. Yes. We've been breathing too. So you see come we're on. Bible
1: nerds. Yeah. And we say that, <laughs> not with pride, but as a fact, yes. so that other Bible nerds are like, oh, I can come to you and we can discuss.
0: Yes, absolutely. You know, So I
1: think that's important. Uh,
0: so they, we're talking about tough, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we're going to have a tough, that's one. You know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be yeah, tough. Yeah, that is a cost. Um, it's
1: not easy peasy.
0: Another cost in this, uh, the, so subcategories to tough, mm-hmm. because it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just, just put that in there. A, hey, if you walk through a easy discipleship.
1: <laughs> I know, like if, if you're learning and growing and you're humble, <laughs> yeah. it will be easier. Yeah. Like, but, try, like but, we're not but saying but it's you're always really
0: hard. Yeah. You're, you're, it's, there's a conflict of maturity. Right. And so there's going to be something. Yeah. Now, on the disciple side again, one more thing. Just remember he's not perfect or she's not perfect. So
1: important to remember. And just remember
0: that because yeah. that's, let's, before we leave that, just remember they're not perfect. Um, most of us, a lot of us will sit there and say, yeah, we're not, we are not perfect, no. but let's walk life together. Mm-hmm. And so there comes into our sub point, right? Mm-hmm. Walking life together. Um, when she came into my life, well, I used to have all this time over here to do all kinds of stuff. Now I don't have as much time. Right. But, relationally, it's okay. Now, what we we might be married. So now I'm married and the way it works is it's gonna take time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take some of your time. Now, what I would do in this, and, and you can come in on this as well, mm-hmm. is I would look at my life and see what I'm doing in life. Mm-hmm. And see, like, okay, what is really necessary right now in my life? I know there's things that we cut out. You can go back to our past episodes. We've talked about it plenty. But there are things that we cut out of our life mm-hmm. that actually expanded our time. A ton. A ton to a point where, like, we can do this ministry and other ministries and still walk with people in life. Right. Now, what does that do? Uh, I don't necessarily... how. That is something you have to work out right Um, in our family. We've decided that we're going to walk life with other friends. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to involve them in our family lifetime. But that doesn't mean we just change up everything. Hey, we're look, look, we're going to go to Great Falls today. Who wants to jump on board? Mm -hmm. Who wants to go? And bring them along. Because you know what? It's fun to have friends.
1: It is. It's fun, it to, is. Have,
0: it's fun to have our kids yes. playing with other kids. Or, or yes. watch this. Some of our single friends playing with our kids. Because, yes. you know, it's like. They, that's they, such a blessing. That, that's the family. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, I always hear like, oh, well, when I got married and when I had kids, I lost all my single friends. In the church? I feel like okay, in ours at least, blessed wise, mm-hmm. it didn't happen that way. It's like we had a kid. Okay, we
1: got we were I think single. We're friends with like eighty percent of the single people in our <laughs> church because they have more time to
0: hang and they love Kalia. <laughs> Look, I know. and they love Kalia and they play with Kalia. They have fun with Kalia, and yeah. Kalia. you know, and so and so we just include people. They include us. Yeah, and 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 we come in as family. So time.
1: Yeah, I I just I, I, like I know like you know as we're wrapping up yeah you know because of time right Um, I think that I think that's important that to know that some is going to be a blend into what you already have but then there is still going to be times where it needs to just be you and that person they're going to need your ear and that might mean a phone call that might mean you know saying I need the bathroom and staying a little longer so you can finish texting them just so that your toddler doesn't feel like mommy's focused on the phone more than me at least she's just like no mommy's in the bathroom right like and you have to figure out what this is and it doesn't mean that you're always on the phone ignoring other people right this is this is a delicate balance yes and how you walk it out needs to pray pause proceed again um and also have people in your life that are you know that are aware of how you're doing life that can kind of show you what's going on and help you be accountable as someone who's being there for other people. Um, But yeah, so there's, there's times where you might have to be like, hey, my friend really needs me You know, mom or Shay or something, you know, can you watch my daughter? Or hey, can I, like, maybe I bring my kid. Or if you don't have kids or or that's not an issue for you, it might be, hey, I had other plans, like fun plans, but they really need me right now. Where are the boundaries? That's gonna be different for everyone. But the cost is you're gonna have to think about these things. Right. Right, you're not. It's 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 one of those things, and you won't. It's not like every moment of your life you're going to have to think about these things. But it's not. Don't let it come as a surprise when this this person who who isn't a spouse or a child or a best friend needs you, and you have to prioritize them for a few moments, just because they need you right now.
0: And, And 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 in marriage, so we can speak to this in single life. Hey roll y'all, like, right. roll, man, <laughs> do it, married life. Um, there's gonna be times of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, there's gonna be times, but watch this, speak with your spouse, talk with your spouse, yes. leave, bring your spouse into it. Um, right now at our church, um, I'm building, uh, Oh man, I love men. I love men, ministry men and just godly men and like building the godly man. And I want to yes. be that godly man and right. be built like a godly man. Right. And so I'm like, Oh, this is a war and we need to stand together. So that, okay. That army's coming back into the church <laughs> a little bit, but I'm like, man, we're what better time than right now for men to come together. But so there's this, this project that we're doing and it's a 15 week project.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I brought my wife into it. She's known about it. Um, This has been a seven month, probably like, coming in prep, right? Seven month prep because I wanted to make sure the right men Mm because it's like it it needs to be intimate. It needs to be men coming together. And Mm -hmm. so what we did was we worked it out and we said, okay, there's going to be a sacrifice every Friday between this time and this time. I am going to be with these men. Mm -hmm. Um, 15 weeks though. Right. 15 weeks. And what is this doing? It's building a foundation within the church and of men starting to learn one another. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to turn out They're going to grab some guys Mm -hmm. and it's going to kind of just progress from there. And I'm trying to build them up because we're trying to get into the youth. So we started youth ministry as well. And so I'm like, I'm trying to raise up some men in the church that that start bringing men together. Right. Um, Men need to be together women need to be together right. there needs to be this time of separation where men can talk about men things and women can talk about women things we should never hold our spouse away from giving them that opportunity mm-hmm. so on on the, on the no, disciple absolutely. side on the disciple side You might have to explain a little bit more to your wife. Maybe they don't understand. It depends on where their walk is in Christ. Mm -hmm. But transparency, we have that on the list. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of transparency between spouses. Sometimes there's transparency between the person you're with. Hey, look, I can't talk to you right now. You know, if you call them, oh my gosh, you know, I'm having a meltdown. And we try and, hey, look, I'm in the middle of something right now. Let me call you back. Hey, understand it. They're going to call you back discipler, call them back. Don't forget right. about them, right? right? But be transparent. Let every you know, let it be out there because you're trying to work in a kingdom mentality. You're trying to like work together to build together, to build this foundation within the kingdom because it's a, a, a strong kingdom is good right now, right. is good right now. Community, a strong community. Let's, let's change that word for, for some that might take that kingdom word a little bit too hard. Community, a strong community is good right now. It's good for us to start building up, bringing people in, raising, edifying, lifting up and, and, and teaching and preaching and, and conversating and disi- dissecting the word of God together because we need stronger communities in the days moving forward.
1: Yeah. Now, as a final thought on that, yeah. I think that the more you involve your family in the who mm. you're discipling the more the family unit is invested in that person too, maybe not on the same intimate level, but they care. It's like you've adopted a family member. And then there's less of this like, I don't know, this jealousy that can come up. There's less attacks that can come in if everyone is familiar with one another. If you do have a family unit that needs to be in this balance because I know who Shay is really pouring into and investing in. He knows who I'm really pouring into and investing in. Our daughter's really familiar with them. So depending on what the content matter is, it may be very easy to pull them into our family where we'll have moments where we can really go deep, but they can also be uplifted by the presence of our daughter and encouraged Mm. by external advice from my husband and and they're feeling the love from all three of us. And then if we do, like everyone's invested. It's not like, oh, you have to go be a disciple or like, oh, you have to go be the discipler. Well, what about your family? Like if you're just so focused on just investing and pouring into others as a family, with one kind of the chief person that pours into that person on a super intimate like where they confide in that person more than the rest of the family then that's definitely a safeguard you know because then the whole family understands who this person is what they're going through to some degree and feels the the need the necessity for this and it just and it helps bring up the next generation to see the value Absolutely. of this kind of life so that they don't have to figure it out and retrofit it in to the life that they've made for themselves later on.
0: And I wasn't going to go here, <laughs> but I'm going to go here. Um, because as we wrap this, because this is, this is the wrap, y'all. And what she's saying, bringing in, everybody's like, oh, bring all these people in. This is our life. and did it, did it. Let me explain something. My favorite verses. Acts chapter two.
1: <laughs>
0: I love that. And I'm going to read it, y'all. Y'all going to stay stuck with me from verse 40 all the way to 47. Y'all stuck with oh, me. Oh
1: no, seven verses. Uh, well,
0: I mean, but look, sometimes people are like, Wait, well, you're gonna read seven verses. Right. Okay, hey. but listen, let me, let me, let me tell you something. The only reason that this got broke up, the only reason is persecution. It wasn't because they decided to break it up. It's because persecution broke them up. A lot of us in the Western church are not being persecuted like this. Now, if you're listening from another country, hey, I'm with you. I'm praying with you. I understand. That might be why you got broke up out of this. But listen to this. And with many and with many other words, he testified, verse 40, exhorted them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. New people. Right. but watch this fire and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers then fear came upon every soul and the, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need so continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved they added they brought people in they brought in community they came together they learned together they ate bread together they lived together they supported one another so when she's sitting here and i'm sitting here saying sometimes we got to make this sacrifice sometimes look the people i'm pouring into are a part of my life and i love them for it mm-hmm. my daughter loves them she, she runs over and, and has the, the greatest time. She drags him into all kinds of crazy stuff because that girl <laughs> likes to act out everything. But Acts chapter two. Right. Acts chapter two, y'all. That is, that is what, the, what the body of Christ should look like. And the only reason God broke up at that point is persecution. Mm-hmm. We're not there. We should be living this kind of life.
1: Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So what is the cost of doing kingdom work? It's definitely less than what you get for doing it. So remember guys, you can look up all these verses at thepantrypodcast.com as well as get our latest devotional. It's a seven day devotional. It's our first devotional, not latest, but um, we, we really poured into it. It's super, each one, it's like super tiny pages. With like something you can quickly read, something very tangible to do. You can go on to our website and you can like download it really fast and let us know what you think about that. You can also support us at patreon.com slash the pantry podcast. We're planning to do more fun little things to kind of help you guys contextualize the Christian life. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. The Pantry Podcast is also honored to be featured on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Spark Media on Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.